Hey, welcome to the Hoot Hobbs Show. I am your host, Hoot Hobbs. With me as always, my right-hand man to the left, C. Wayne. What's up? And of course, Mr. BT, Brennan Torres. Word. All right, today uh, I'm going to tell the guys about something I saw on a Spider-Man trailer that kind of connects with what we talked about last week. Um, and then uh, we'll talk a little bit of uh, college football. And uh, But we're going to start the day out. Someone uh, asked... Uh, I got an email this week that was like, hey, what's a song lyric that you feel like describes you? And obviously there's probably tons because music, you know, relates to a lot of different uh, emotions and all this kind of stuff. But uh, it can be funny. It can be serious. It can be whatever. So, uh, you know, I'm going to have you start us out. See, Wayne, what, what, do you have a song lyric that, that describes you, that encompasses you? Yes. Oh, okay. Fair so enough. it's by NF. Okay. I think the song is called Nate, which is his first name. And it's called You'll Make Up a... Sl- uh, the lyric is, you'll make up a slogan, call it real, but feel like you're the fakest. So it's like putting on a front kind of... Not that like you lie about everything, but like... Virtue signaling is what it sounds like. I mean... Yeah, it's like you're good at covering stuff, hiding stuff like... It's a lot of pain or like whatever I've gone through. Yeah. I don't ever let it out really. I kind of hide it. No one could tell what I've gone through by looking at me. Yeah, I would say, I, I didn't take into context who, who was actually speaking the lyrics with NF. He's, he usually has deeper, more uh, emotional mm-hmm. meanings. But I take it at face value <laughs> sometimes. But yeah, that's, that's a good one. I like that. That's how I feel about it. I okay. feel like the exact same. Yeah. Yeah, you feel like you like mask a lot of emotions and stuff. I'm good at it. No, I know. Too good at it. <laughs> I would say, well, okay, but you learned at an early age. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I mean, you, you lost your daddy whenever you were really young and... Mm-hmm. You, um, you know, it is what it is. It, it, it is what it is. But I mean, that kind of basically what I'm saying is that hardens you a little bit. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? You went through something that I can't imagine going through. I don't want to go through, and you know, I'm 400 years older than you, but just maybe not. But maybe like 15. Uh, I think 16. I don't even think it's that much, man. I'm not that much. 12. Older. Yeah, I think so. You're 20. 20. Yeah, yeah, you're 20. So yeah, I'm 12 years older than you. I'm only 33. Nice. Oh. Man. I'm still young. <clears throat> it's not funny. Anyway, Brandon. <laughs> All right. The song that I picked whenever you brought this up was uh, J. Cole, Love Yours. And I don't know why this has been speaking to me a lot lately, but it mm-hmm. just kind of sums up how I feel about pretty much life. Uh, For what's money without happiness or hard times without the people you love? Though I'm not sure what's about to happen next, I ask for strength from the Lord up above. Because I've been strong so far, but I can feel my grip loosening. Quick, do something before you lose it for good. Get it back and use it for good. And touch the people how you did like before. I don't know what it is, but for whatever reason, that's been helping me get through what's been going on in my life. My struggles just day to day, wanting to make it on to the next, you know, next one. So you just got to kind of put it all in perspective, bring focus to what, what's important and remember that no matter what struggles you're going through you can make it through it and get to the other side yeah man that's that's good stuff that's deeper than mine uh okay let's see here i'm i'm looking mine up because i don't want to mess up the words and i i I, so i actually picked one that's a a little more recent which is kind of different for me uh you know i'd made the joke that i was going to do uh dr dre uh what's the difference yeah rose right it's like 20 years old now. Gross. Yeah, yeah, actually, it, yeah, it is. It's 20 years old. It's a great song. Tons it of is. Trash came from 2000. You can put me with it. 
Well, okay. I was about to say, now what are you exactly you trying to get at here? Because that's what I want to know. The same thing. He what? can go in with me. Huh? What? 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 What did he say? I don't say? know. He, I, I feel like he's trying to say that things that came from that particular time period uh-huh. is trash. That's what it kind of sounds like. Well, if you got a problem with things that come from that particular time period, you got a problem with me, and I suggest you let that one marinate. Marinate? you got a problem with the way I say things, I suggest you let that one marinate. All right, anyway. So, anyway, I picked this song, um, uh, Save Me Now, uh, by uh, Arthur Gunn. Uh, but anyway, it's just the first verse for me, man. Uh, I've been chasing the feeling, wandering alone, trying to find the meaning and a place to belong. Happiness is a dream, but I can't fall asleep. Fergie and Will I Am, word. No, sir. Not even a thing. Half the Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> but there were more? <laughs> I thought that was it. Will I am and Fergie. There's a whole group. One taboo. Oh. And oh, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm disrespecting. There's one mm-hmm. more, isn't there? I, I didn't even know there was a, that. Yeah. But there's oh, more than two. Honestly, there's Will I am and Fergie are the only. Well, that's the only ones that saying. Yeah. Because I mean, I'm 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 probably Fergalicious. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Nobody. No, no. Nobody. Gets it. No. All right. Well. Nope. <clears throat> well, I don't need your validation anyway, so let's just... You're not uh, getting it. Good. <laughs> okay, so we, we played like the Fergie game... singing the national anthem. I would say, we played the game, and I promise I'm not nearly... At, oh, wait. I just realized what you said, and that was... Them's fighting words, right? That was bad. You, I mean, you you saw it. I mean, everyone yeah. saw it. That was it, bad. Oh, it's so bad. I heard it. it. It's that possibly so the worst rendition. Yeah, if I, I... I thought about trying to find something... I don't know, like a... Well, like this pen here. Just a regular little writing pen. And jamming it into my ears, man. It was so bad. I saw the grimace on C. Wayne's face as soon as I said yeah. it. No, it was sinfully bad. <laughs> oh, it was bad. I, ugh. <laughs> Just, okay, let's move off of that. Um, so anyway, like I said, my, my lyrics come off super like sad. And like I don't want people to be like, oh, man, we just listened to the show and we got a check on it. Like, you're not. I'm like, no, no, I'm, I'm good. Don't you, worry. You good, bro? Yeah, you good, bro? Let us know. Hey, you up? I'm like, what? What was I'm the last up. one? Yeah. All right, so. You up. Anyway. I'm always up. Oh, God. Let's move past this. <laughs> so let's talk about Spider-Man. All right. Okay, so here's the deal. We talked a little bit last week about the new Spider-Man movie coming up and what we're hoping to see, right? So I saw something that I it's kind of made me... I think we are looking at an Into the Spider-Verse type thing, okay? So you've got some of the old uh, villains coming back we talked about last week, right? Yeah, you got Doc Ock and uh, Jamie Foxx, Electro. Yeah, Electro, okay? So what I saw, though, in this little split second in a trailer, there were two Spider-Mans. It was not Andrew Garfield. Thank God. It was not Tobey Maguire. Oh, Thank God. I, I saw what? the same thing. You I saw, saw the Miles Morales thing, I right? saw also Gosh, an it. interview where Garfield has denied ab- yeah, out, he said, outright, I don't even, I'm not in this. He said, if I'm involved, I don't know about it. Yeah, I suppose if they CGI'd him in there somehow, he wouldn't know. But he's saying that he isn't in this movie. But Tobey Maguire isn't commenting. No, he's got to hang to that last shred of stardom. I mean, because you know what's next for Tobey Maguire, right? <laughs> Dancing with the Stars. What's wrong with that? Well, that's where you go whenever you're not popular anymore. What was that Michael's name that went there? Some, I don't know, some big bulky dude. Oh, Michael, yeah, of course. He's a lisp. 
Oh, Michael Strahan? Yeah, oh, he went on Michael there. Michael Strahan? <laughs> <laughs> Sounded like Mike Tyson. He went on there. <laughs> Did he? Yeah. I remember Charles Oakley was on there. Oh, speaking of Mike Tyson, it's kind of a random segue, but did you see what happened to Evander Holyfield this weekend? No. He boxed in a match, and he got knocked out in the first round. Evander Holyfield, uh, like the Evander yes, Holyfield. Yes. That's because he's way too old to he's be boxing. He's in his 60s. Yeah, he's too old to be what boxing. The heck? He got knocked out in the first round in like four minutes. Yeah, I think. What is he time. doing going in the ring? I, what, that makes me worry about his finances. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. It's like, uh-oh, somebody uh, got down on you. Uh, yeah, that's... Yeah, he can call Floyd. Uh, well... We'll see. Yeah. So anyway, so you saw what I'm talking about, though, with the um, the Miles Morales looking Spider-Man. Yeah, it was a different looking Spider-Man, which leads into the, the whole multiverse, which is in the multiverse, you have multiple Spider-Man that are Peter Parker. Right. But you also have the chances of having a Spider-Gwen. Yeah. What you know, what the is Spider-Ham. Yeah. Peter <laughs> Porker, baby. Well, I hope yeah. he shows up. Peter Porker. Yeah. As long as he's voiced by John Mulaney, I'm in. Even if it's Who's just that? like a little Easter egg joke in the movie. Who's yeah. John Mulaney? John Mulaney's a comedian. He was the voice of Spider-Ham in the animated movie Into the Spider-Verse. Oh. Get well soon. Last I heard, he was checked into rehab, too. So. Who, John Mulaney? Yeah, John Mulaney for like cocaine and booze. Wow. Nice. So uh, was the guy that played Blue's Clues when I grew up. Yeah, but... The two before him went to an insane asylum, too. Well, here's the deal, for the though. same For the same <laughs> casting... I just have went to, insane also. I just have to say something about this. You're talking to an imaginary dog reading empty envelopes. <laughs> With... <laughs> I go crazy, oh, Mail call, mail call, mail call. For all of us kids who grew up in the 90s, Who'd know what Blue's Clues is now? I, even I, grew I, up I with know it. you were too old for Blue's Clues because I was too old for Blue's Clues whenever it first got popular. So it really would have been more two thousand. Yeah, that was like, that Yeah, oh, that would have really been more time. your your speed or whatever. Oh yeah, but like it's a toxic relationship. He stepped out on you. Out he disappeared nowhere. for two decades. He didn't give you explanation. No man, he rehab. That's where he was. <laughs> for twenty years. No, he's probably in jail a little bit too. He's chasing a dragon. Uh, Poor Steve. Yeah. He's like, I had cancer or something. And we're going to be like, oh, great. Now we have to go back on and be like, Now hey, we have to sorry. accommodate for that. I, so I, what? There was Steve, there was Joe, and then there's this new kid, right? There's there, like three of them now. There's been what? too many. There's Because they all go on the fritz. Yeah. I, they all go on the fritz. What are they, washing machines? <laughs> they went on the fritz again. Had My to washing machine and dryer did. I had to get in the dryer. Witness protection program. They know too much. <laughs> Seven fifty from Lowe's. Yeah, you didn't know that Steve with Blue's Clues actually infiltrated the Hell's Angels. You know, My goodness. Gathering intel for the ATL. Okay, now I'm gonna get so him like sleeve, shot, yeah, so. sleeve tattoos. You just don't <laughs> yeah. see it because he you has that striped shirt. Yeah, you have that goofy striped polo long sleeve. Gross. Get out of here. That shirt's so dead. It was checking I the tire it. pressure on my truck. <laughs> Did you see the video that he posted though? That short little one minute like yeah, I'm I've missed you. Who it's yeah. from. Okay. Checking the mail. Hey, like, listen, I feel like I feel there. like I feel like we've gone too far into this blues clues conversation. That's what happened to Steve. <laughs> That's where he's gone. Oh my god, he's he's into the blue verse. Too far. Into he's the blue, blue himself. Oh, that's boo. boo. It's he, an Arrested he, Development joke. Yeah, he blew, he blew it. Oh god. All, oh. Right, all right, boo. Get out of here. We both suck. All right, so that you was... You could say we blow them. <laughs> <laughs> and he brought it back. Oh, oh no. All right, so hey, listen. So Seaway's going to talk about football for a while. There's that. Oh, yeah. 
So yeah, I tell you what, let's let's talk let's talk college football, and after we do that, we'll see where okay. the night takes us. But uh, I'm afraid of where it'll take us. Right so now. how about them Buckeyes? Boo! I'm just kidding. They lost. I always say, I, for the record, I have a very close friend of mine who I, I care about very much, but he is a diehard Ohio State fan. So during football season, you can't I, spell a certain word without OSU. Yeah. What? <laughs> we'll tell you later. Well, obviously it's bogus. You can't spell bogus without an O, an S, and a U. I'm not necessarily in that order. I thought you were saying make a word with only OSU, and I was like, Oos. Oh, Sue? 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 That's what I was thinking about. Big, big. Wait a minute. We'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. <clears throat> Hold back. Save it. No, but I know a lot of Ohio State fans, and I hate all of them down to their core for Oh, my God. Only for the fact that they like what my ex loved Ohio State. Her family hated Oklahoma. And I let them know. That your family they, hates Oklahoma. No. I am your uncle, and I despise Oklahoma. Okay. I, my mom's family, they don't watch sports. My dad's family is Oklahoma and OSU because they live in McAllister. Right. Yeah. But like, her family disgraced OU. And I was like, Baker Mayfield is y'all's team's father. He planted the flag in your O. That was so disrespectful. I'm sorry, he did what now? He planted the Oklahoma flag in the Ohio State's O. Oh. After beating them. Midfield. Yeah. I got it. Ouch. Ouch. Yeah, I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm so he got sorry. fined for it. Well, you know, save it. He broke their turf. <laughs> yeah, I had something else I was going to say, but I was like, oh, wait, no, save it. All right, so how did, how did OU do uh, on Saturday's game? Because well, they played the school of the deaf and blind. Right. And okay. they won 76-0. to zero. So it was the Big 12 championship? What? What are we, oh. Basically, <laughs> Western Carolina. Oh. Yeah. Basically. So, but they but they beat them. What? Say it again. Seventy six to zero. Okay. So the point, whenever we were talking about it, before we decided to save it and record, so we could I could only say this once. I hate the fact that I'm even about to say this because when it comes to sports, you're in it to win. That's what you're doing. Okay. You know what I mean? So you know, oh, you took care of business, right? But at some point, doesn't it become a little bit classless to just run it up seventy six to zero? Well, here's here's the here's it's the like details. pistol whipping a blind kid. Like what? <laughs> oh my! Like, what does it make you feel tough? Why would you do that? Well, you remember that year that uh, the Razorbacks went out to play the defending champion Southern California Trojans, and then they got annihilated by hey, like seventy. We remember every game. And then from they Arkansas. came back the next year, and then they did the same thing in Fayetteville. Yeah. And that was kind of one of the critiques of Pete Carroll was that he ran up the score because he was still throwing the ball late during the game. Yeah. And at that point, it's like, why are you not just running out the clock? Right. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm, I'm all about winning. I'm all about winning by a large margin. But if it is very clear that this team poses no threat, you, I feel like it's not cool to just completely demoralize an entire team. Hey, you guys remember when you went to Oklahoma and they just beat you mercilessly? I mean, that's going to ride with them throughout the season. That's their problem. They should know. Hey, and, and, and here's the deal. Here's where I'm weird about it. I agree. Don't schedule I, Oklahoma. If I you agree. Don't get beat I, by it, they get in so big of an incentive for agreeing yeah. to play these larger schools mm-hmm. exactly. because they know they're going to take that whipping. Oh, they know they're yeah. going to get destroyed. Well, I mean, and I like I said, I know and I understand that. It's just at some point, whenever you're one of these bigger schools, Have you're mercy. like, yeah, at some <laughs> point, like in the fourth, and you're winning by outrageous amounts. It's like, hey, I tell you what, red shirts, it's your lucky day. Get in. You Here's know? the thing. Oklahoma pulled all their starters at halftime. It was 45 to 0. Oh, did they? And after halftime, it well, was that I'm point. reading I'm reading I, I, the stat line. No Spencer Rattler, no 
any of the other dudes. Well, I tell they you got what, thirty-one then. without the starters. Okay, well then I tell you what I'll do. I'll 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 treat it like Jen Saki. Uh, let me circle back, and uh, you know if if Coach pulled everyone out, and then was like, all right, y'all go in and play, and you still get beat that bad. Okay, then then I'm with you. That's your problem. But like I said, maybe you know. Moment. Tell someone to take a knee every once in a while. Just run the ball, man. Yeah, I mean, I've played in league that's matches on Madden, did. and you know, once at a certain point to be classy, that's really what you do. Yeah, you just start running the ball. Yeah. That yeah, way, the clock keeps running. I air running. it out. Run the score just in <laughs> yeah. case. Yeah, but sometimes you could people will like flag you for that, and then that's like bad sport, and then you nobody will play you. Yeah, it's so. poor. It is poor sportsmanship. Yeah. No matter what the situation is, it's poor sportsmanship. Now, like I said, I'm not one of these boohoo give everyone a trophy people, but at the same time, it's kind of like. Come on. Yeah, handle yourself with a little decorum. Uh, yeah, it's like you just like beat up your little brother, and then whenever he's like, I'm going to tell mom, you beat him harder. I mean. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> of course, he's the oldest, so. Yes. I, I'm the youngest in my family. Yeah, I'm the oldest in my oh, Okay, well, you know, whatever. Al- or what, Not Alabama. Auburn did the same thing. They beat Alabama State 62-0. to zero. I know. That was, they I mean, always do. Yeah. Uh, who did uh, UAB play? Somebody Georgia, Georgia, and they got raped. Yeah, fifty-six to seven. Yeah, what they let them score. <laughs> they let them. But score. what about the upsets? Weren't there a couple big upsets this past weekend? Um, the Oregon Ohio State was an upset. Yeah, Texas A&M almost lost to Colorado. It was ten bro, to seven. I watched that game. That was a sweaty. Uh, like was that was. I, I was gonna say it's a good game. I don't know if it was sweaty. It was a sweaty. It was bad. It was like like I said it. I'm not going to say it was a good game because it wasn't. It was an evenly matched game. Yeah. <laughs> Colorado Two teams that should be was playing better than what they normally do. And Texas A&M was playing at expectations. And they are number five for some reason. Yes. Put them against Texas. Let's see it. Anyways, Notre Dame only beat Toledo by three. And a field goal at the end of the time. So Notre Dame's two wins have come by three points. Game-winning field goals against Florida State and Toledo. Which takes me to Florida State. They've blown two games in a row. Notre Dame, and they lost on a Hail Mary to Jacksonville State, which isn't even in Florida. Where do you think Jacksonville State's at? I don't know, and I don't care. It's not Florida, though. Jacksonville State's not in Florida? No, no. it's not, but that's I, can't, what's crazy. I can't think of it off the top of my head either. I, just, I guess I hear Jacksonville, and I'm like, that's exactly. Florida. Exactly. Oh, an upset. Iowa, number 10, beat number 9, Iowa State. Yeah, that was a... That was a that was, <laughs> we saw that coming. I don't know if that's really an upset, though. Yeah, but... Alabama. Like, I think there was a big top twenty-five upset. There was. I think like the number fifteen team in the nation got. We'll a get big, to that. Alabama uh, had mercy on Mercer, forty-eight to fourteen. They let them get two pride touchdowns. I'm telling you, they let them get those yeah. touchdowns. Oh, Miami almost lost to Appalachian State. I wouldn't. I wanted Appalachian. To yeah, win but uh, Miami's kind of booty this year, aren't they? Yeah. But by the way, you've seen those Miami documentaries, those 30 for 30s? Those are awesome. I haven't watched any oh, of them. You should watch both of them. There's two of them. They're called The You, mm-hmm. and they talk about the 80s uh, when they were going buck the wild year. out there. Yeah, when the cocaine cowboys yes. were buying into the yes, team. Yes, exactly. Yes. Uh, what, uh, two Live Crew was involved and all that. Yeah. 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 They talk about that in the first one, and then part two talks about like the Jeremy Shockey years. So I'll just want the first one. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, I just want the first Ray, Ray Lewis years. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The Dion. Never mind. Never mind. Wrong person. True that. Yeah. Anyways, two more upsets, real quick. Stanford beat USC. No surprise. USC sucks now. Yeah. And then BYU, who is joining the Big Twelve in 2023, along with Houston, UCF, and Cincinnati, beat Utah 
and Utah's ranked 21. Yeah. But anyways, the big upset. The big upset. Probably the best, biggest upset. It takes us back to when Arkansas wasn't ranked and Texas was number six. It's the same kind of thing. I thought they were number 15. No, back when it was Matt Jones. It was number six against uh, no rank. 2001. Whoa, one, three. What? 2003 with Matt Jones? Yeah, bro, that was was, 2001. I was like, it's a little early. That's 2003. I was alive for Matt Jones, okay? I watched his greatness as a three-year-old. I didn't know what was happening, but it was Woo Pig. True that. I mean, it's definitely Woo Pig. I don't know about his greatness, but... Yeah. Well, I guess he was great at Arkansas. He's a great athlete. He was great in uh, Fort Smith. He's uh, got all kinds of records that still to this day of Northside High School. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Northside, man. They breed pros there. They really do. So does Greenwood. (laughs) Grant Morgan. Grant Morgan's not a pro. He's about to be. Yeah. Drew Morgan. Drew Morgan's a pro. Drew Morgan. Yeah. Uh Grant, or not Allen. What's that quarterback's name? He plays Tyler baseball. Wilson. Well, he plays baseball now for Arkansas. Connor Nolan. Oh, Con- that's that's my wife's cousin. So what? Yeah, Connor Nolan's nice. my wife's cousin. He's. I mean, hey, <laughs> I hope he. I don't know. I hope he does. Well, he was better. so good at football, and then he went to baseball, and then he sucked. No, 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 no. See, he was good fo- at high school. I say football is what messed him up in college. Did like, he get hurt? No, oh. no. He just didn't. De- he should have devoted all his time to baseball. He's a much better baseball player. And now he's average. At best. Yeah. I mean, of course, I, but at the same time, in his defense, seriously, in his defense here, look who he's stacking up next to, you know, or has been. You know, Patrick Wickler, like, Kevin Cox. A top two team every year for the past, like, four years. Yeah, you know, Ryan cost you. This last roster with Cops, Wicklander, cost you, uh, Vermillion, Nolan. I mean, my gosh, it's... It's a wonder we weren't undefeated. Or even make it maybe into the <laughs> championship game. But NC State... <clears throat> NC State had a heck of a program. We won man. by like 19 the first game and lost oh, by and one the next two. Yeah, I know. It's like we used all our bats, apparently. I really think what the beautiful thing, though, is that what Dave Van Horn has created at Arkansas for the baseball program. Absolutely. And Sam Pittman and the new basketball coach. Uh, what's the What was the uh, New Jersey team that came down for uh, for regionals? Rutgers? No, Rutgers. no. It was... No. Man, I don't remember. We played them in our first series... And pretty much that they said that that team, anytime they're in Fayetteville, they're adopted Razorbacks. So, like, this team showed up to all of Arkansas's games to cheer for them. What the heck? Uh, Arkansas players went to their game to cheer for them and everything. I don't know. It was a big thing. It was. I, I don't remember the school. Um, I'll have to look it up and post it up or something. Everyone else who's going to be here is like, oh, that's this team. Don't post it. We yeah, all know. Somebody's screaming right now. Like, <laughs> you guys are so stupid. Yeah, why do you not know this? Uh, what were we pick, talking about? Oh, yeah, we were talking about Map. Arkansas football, which, you know, that doesn't sound like something to talk about <laughs> yeah, no. until now. Holy cow. I mean, it was that game. I pulled my shoulder watching you do that movement. That was intense. <laughs> I, hurts. I get excited about it, man. But uh, He's been waiting to tell us. Oh, man. I, the, the entire game, like, don't get me wrong, in, in the first, excuse me, in the first drive or the, maybe the first couple possessions, KJ still looked a little like, uh, oh, KJ. I, I don't know if I belong out here kind of kind of look, right? And then all at once, he was just like, oh, yeah, here, I'll just play this game. And boom, he's airing the ball out. He's taking off running. He's doing everything. Traylon Smith, that dude is lightning in a bottle. And then oh, he, he's so fast. His, 40, his 100 was like a 10-2. 10-3, yeah. which is like a 4-1-40. Well, yeah. It's the same thing with Rocket Sanders. Yeah, so I was going to say, but did you see too. Sanders? The quarterback that they had, too, was fast. Sanders was a wide receiver, apparently. 
But now he's your running back. I you, I don't know. All I know is I, I see Rocket Sanders running the ball. And he's right a now. freshman. Yeah, bro. But the thing about Traylon Smith isn't just his speed. Like he's fast. We all know that. But this dude can get hit like hard and just keep on pushing. And I was it was so much fun to watch. Uh, you know, everyone is going to have their, especially if they're Texas fans, have their excuses. Sheesh, they're not even ranked. I mean, they yeah. dropped out. But 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 Arkansas they they climbed a little bit in the rankings I think we went from number four hundred twenty seven to to what twenty twenty top so what it says right here is that top twenty we're in top twenty five is that what it yeah they jumped Auburn the the Arkansas Razorbacks are top twenty five in the coaches poll and the Associated Press oh would you look at that I think the press is what they put on ESPN because we're twenty which is the one that matters more than the coaches Mm -hmm. so I'm not out here trying to. but we're ranked higher than Auburn. <coughs> They're number 22. We deserve it, especially after last year's game. I hadn't forgot it. <laughs> anyway, but I will say this. like I, I'm not one of those guys who's like, hey, we'll go undefeated this year. We are undefeated, technically. <laughs> yeah. There's but, still hope. But I'm telling you, if they'll come out and play the same way they did Saturday, we'll, we'll give a lot of people all they can handle. It's just I Texas. Think. Something about Texas just we want to – Destroy Texas. Yeah, and it was great. Well, it's an old Southwest Conference yeah. rivalry. I mean, yeah, it's like Arkansas and, and A&M. And Arkansas knows that the the rumors and and Texas moving over to the SEC potentially. Texas isn't going to go. They plus they're fight, they're five fighting years. it, but I mean, they're going to lose so many people. Oh yeah, they'll they'll be the worst team in the SEC. But at the same time, that they'll take Ole Miss's place. They can't remain thinking that hey, we're as good as Notre Dame, worthy of independence. That's just ridiculous. You have to be yeah. good to be an independent team. Or at least prestigious. Prestigious. BYU is independent. So is Cincinnati. Not anymore. Yeah. But I don't know. All I can say is it was a fun game to watch. and I was two inches from my TV the whole time, standing up. Yeah, my wife was getting tired of me yelling. I was screaming. (laughs) Yeah, I was screaming in the living room. She's like, oh, my God, sit down. (laughs) But, hey, did you hear this, though? Um, Because after the game, fans rushed the field. Okay. They emptied the bleachers and rushed the field, which Coach Pittman knew was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Hunter Juracek knew was going to happen. And Hunter Juracek, apparently, this is rumor, I don't know, but apparently Hunter Juracek went around to all the state troopers, you know, working security and said, hey, just be expecting the fans are going to come out onto the field after this is over. Just let it happen. So I got word today the University of Arkansas has been fined $100,000 for fans storming the field. How... How big do you think Hunter Juracek's smile was while he was writing the check? You know, he's like, I, I made three times this on Saturday. Here you go. You know, I, why are they one. fine? It's, I don't think they should be really fine. It's a safety thing. Uh, it's, they, like, I think there was a game, uh, this has probably been many moons ago, but uh, when they tore down the, uh, Goal the goalposts, post. some people got severely injured and oh, I think why actually have, someone died yeah that's why they have the breakaway well they put the goalpost goal down they had them yeah. down before everyone yeah, was that's well, why they do that yeah that's exactly why they do it as I'm, soon as the game was over you noticed the goalpost started coming down $100,000 that's a lot I'm of I'm about to say but man you gotta think on a typical Saturday there who cares that's still crazy like you shouldn't get fined for celebrating a great old rivalry win well, it, like, like they'll I said, find you it, for it, a celebrating not, a touchdown with a high five yes <laughs> that's $20,000 
I don't know about all that, but I, all I know is they got fined a hundred thousand dollars, and I'm I'm just betting that Hunter Urichek didn't is that do like, anything but he, smile. The, He's the AP. plus. It's AP. it's a kind of a AC, publicity also. It's good publicity for the Razorbacks. Athletic director AD. AD. My goodness, what Anthony am I doing? Davis. I'm sorry, I had to straighten myself up. Go ahead with what you were no, saying. No, I was going to say it's great publicity for the University of Arkansas too, though. Yeah, I mean, I, even if they have to pay the fine, it's still absolutely that made we, more than that. We won this game against Texas, and yeah. it's a big deal so they'll write that check well, all day especially with all the trash everyone's talking i loved it before the game oh i loved it the projections everyone's mm-hmm. like everybody on the everyone panel, picked texas texas texas, texas. oh yeah by texas, a landslide texas. i don't know oh, what yeah. the point was but it was like double digit win well and like sports center only gave texas a seven point game i mean like they, they were favored but only by seven points and then we come out and just Whew, held them to working. zero till the late third quarter. Yeah, so yeah. would have held them to zero the entire game. Yeah, but there was a couple quick offensive possessions that got the defense mm-hmm. out back on the field. They're getting a little tired, which is not a good excuse. It sounds to me like they need to run more. They don't have me as a conditioning coach, so they're lucky. Uh huh. Colby's up, coach up me. them bleachers, boys. That's right. Run you through. run till he throws up. That's right, and he holds it well. Yeah. And I talk this kind of mad smack to fifth and sixth grade boys playing basketball. <laughs> That's terrifying. Molding young minds. Yeah, well, I'm trying to. I was uh, phased. And I was an assistant coach. <laughs> yeah. I was phased. He went home and iced down his legs for no reason. He watching, didn't run. He was like, I don't know, man. Run. I'm just sore. <laughs> I know I was sore just from, like, I ran down and back with him once. I was like. <gasps> <laughs> it was funny. I told, But I told him, I was like, don't let me beat you back because I'm old and fat. You as long as you didn't wear a sweater and throw a chair. No, nah, I didn't Bobby Knight him. Not yet. I might. If I have Not to, yet. if I end up having to coach this year, I might Bobby Knight. Because I, I, I like, I try just to like stay in the game. Like I don't get caught up in stuff. But like, there's always one game every year where like I don't feel like the officiating is right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like and like I said, I always keep in paid. my head. I always keep in my head. This is fifth and sixth grade basketball. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody cares. You need an assistant. When? I don't even basketball. know if I'm coaching this year. Well, if you need one, I'm there. What, so you show up twice and then invade me for the rest of the season? I was gone. Yeah, okay. I, I know. Anyway, yeah, if, if I... But I get off work at like 3.30 or 4 every day, so I could be there at 5 or 6. If, if I'm coaching this year, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll put you on. Always I'll get, get them through some lineman drills, get them good at screening. They do something. Yeah, anyway, <laughs> that's neither here nor there. If the parents of my boys are listening, <laughs> you know, we'll try to get them better. I don't know what's Soft. Saying. Yeah, man, just just so soft. All right, uh, so you know, uh, Woo Pig, and hey, 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 I did get to see the locker room speech again uh, because it's you know a big win, and I don't know if you saw it last year, the big Sam Pittman locker room speech, mm-hmm. where he uh, after we beat Tennessee is when it was because he went. Is that there. a big win? Uh, Technically, it a, it, I mean, it was a yeah. Last year, so it was a, I think it was our first conference win. Yeah. In three years, moving in the right direction. Wasn't Tennessee like a rival? Used to be a rival with Arkansas. Ah, hell, everything used to be a rival with something. But anyway, so at the end of this uh, locker room speech last year, he ends it by an iconic dad line. Okay, he dadded out on this one. He said, "Turn on that damn jukebox." Right? And then, like, everyone just blows up. Everyone's having a great time. And I was like, well, I guess they didn't notice the deadline. So in honor of it, after we beat Texas, he gives another locker room speech. And at the very end of it, he yells, 
turn on that damn jukebox. I was wondering when he was yelling, then they all like went hype. Oh you know. yeah, man. But it, it's good, man. Sam Pittman is a, I think is an awesome coach. I'm glad to see him at Arkansas. And, uh, yeah, man, this season looks like it actually could be fun. I'm, I'm excited. I, I I expected Ranked it to be in week two. Yeah, well, let's it, not let, let, let's yeah you know. pump the brakes a little bit. But at the same time, let's see where who's it goes. our next yeah. opponent. Nobody. Uh, yeah, Georgia Southern. Yeah, nobody. We might be ranked in the third week. I don't think we're gonna move up, uh, but we might not move down. We might be ranked. <laughs> yeah. Keyword might. Uh, performance will matter a whole lot in that one it, for sure. It, it will. I, I don't want to see them come out and play that way against Texas and then come out and just be like try, thinking they're going to roll over yeah, Georgia Southern. The press is going to have uh, already witnessed two games at that point once they've played Arkansas of that team, so they'll know how how to properly rank it. The Razorbacks. Yeah. Because, I mean, we're all based still off of, like, preseason ranking. We really don't know anything. Yeah, it's way right. too early. Yeah, it's way too Texas early. Texas is overranked always. They are never good. They're I, always I ranked that early. Is a Typically, fair, that's a fair point. I say I think that's a fair point. They always start in the top 25, and they always fall out. You know, and I, I, there's other teams like that, too. Iowa. Iowa's number five right now. Yeah, that's strange. That's, they're not a number five team. Oh, you know, and like OU normally has a good season. They're number and three. I, I, I must say, and I'm not trying to dog on OU. Oh, right they're now always given a top ten. But they're always given the top ten, even when they're not that good. When they have an all freshman team, top yeah, top 10. ten, baby. That is the team to watch. They, they give Nick Saban a run for his money. Yeah, I was gonna I'm say. Like, I don't my, think so. Baker Mayfield <laughs> did. My question is, when is Nick Saban just gonna like one day decide that he's done having all that anxiety? When and Tom stress? Brady decides he's done winning rings. Like, I mean, well, there's a huge age difference between the two guys. I just assume when the devil lets him out of the contract. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> like, how do you get that many wins? That how do you build that kind of dynasty without it? Yeah. They have like sixty consecutive. Non-conference home wins or something. I was like, that is years <laughs> yeah. of victory. That, that is years of slapping everyone who walks in your <laughs> front door. Say, I was going to say, who are you kidding? Nick Saban's got the fiddle too. <laughs> yeah, I would say, uh, yeah, Nick Saban was the little hillbilly that won the battle of yeah. the fiddles. So that is just years of ungodly willing <laughs> yeah. pain. On uh, it children. has to be. Somebody's going to be like, you know, we know Nick Saban. I'll be like, oh, God, it was a joke. I'm sorry. Great. So you know how long the deal is. Yeah. When's it up? When did he actually sign it? How old is he? I want to know. I when does Arkansas have another chance at number one in the SEC? And was it before or after LSU? It's got to be like before uh, the Dolphins, right? Because that was <laughs> yeah. awful. Yeah, that was terrible. He coached in the NFL. Oh, yeah. Oh, Ooh. Yeah, look that up. Urban Meyer sucks at the Dolphins, too. It's okay. <laughs> Jaguars. The Jaguars, same difference. Say, it's Florida. I wasn't at the it's Florida and a team that sucks. True. I, actually, I have nothing to argue with that. That's that's actually very valid. Because mm-hmm. all Florida teams are trash. Alabama plays are. Florida this Here week. Here we are. Yeah. We're back. So speaking of all teams from Florida being trash, <clears throat> NFL teams. Oh, heavens. So let's talk about the Tampa Bay Dallas Not game. The Tampa just for Bay, a minute. I, yeah, I have to talk about the Tampa Bay Dallas game. Forgot they were in Florida. Okay, I have to talk about the Tampa-Dallas game, okay? It worked out probably the way it should have. You know, Just the by defending, a closer score than it was probably thought to be. Exactly. That's my point, though. Dallas is, is that a the defending team. Super Bowl champions come out and did not play a sloppy game. They really did. They played pretty good. They did. And Dallas to come out and play the way they did... I played good too. I but say that's all I'm saying. I'm not saying like, oh, you know, I I dropped the meme earlier this week that that offensive pass interference, you know, and it, it, it I will back that up. That was, no, that was a bad call. It, it, it was a bad call because it wasn't called and it should have been. But at the same time, hear me out here. Dallas got a few of those too. 
So I think the overall that game was called really fair. It, it was just that clutch moment that they mm-hmm. didn't make the That's call. That's like Arkansas had like two targeting calls. Yeah. I wouldn't have called that because it was fourth and one. He got tackled three yards behind the line. Targeting or not, you got tackled three yards behind the line of scrimmage. It's a turnover. You can't make that a targeting. And yeah. Like, well, I don't care how he hits you. You did not get the first down. Yeah. I think that's stupid. I, I, I agree. I don't like... It wouldn't have changed the game. We would have still won, but still. Right. I don't but like seeing that. I, I don't either. It, I, I think the targeting calls... Like, don't get me wrong. I understand they're important because they're trying to protect these guys' lives yeah, and, their, we've and had, their minds and everything else. Especially you know? on special teams because we've seen some guys get paralyzed for life. Or, but that's right. their decision, though. Well, that's you know what? what? Maybe we should just start, you know, using a balloon instead of playing football. with bubble wrap. And, and maybe <laughs> the, the players could just wear bras. We'll call it Sarcastiball. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah. No. Isn't that what Johnny I'm, I'm irritated they move the, the kickoff where they start from. That irritates me yeah. already. Wait, they do that? Mm-hmm. In what? Football. Wait, what are you talking about? They, are you saying they don't kick off or they... No, they do kick oh, off. Oh, you're saying they don't have to like receive They moved it clo- uh, up closer that way. You the, can't get you, as much momentum you, when you're going to lay someone out. Oh. And a lot of uh, oh, they kick kickers will like just kick it out and they just start from the 20. They kick yeah. off from the 40 Every, now. Exactly. Yeah, so they really took that play out, which let and for a while was some really exciting plays. Mm-hmm. But it's gonna be too there were some guys years. that didn't have their head on a swivel. and Yeah, whenever That's part you get of it. rocked that hard, though. But anyway, I understand the point of it to protect these guys. But at the same time, I feel like maybe we've gone a little too soft because now you'll see a good, solid spear motion tackle and you're like everyone's hype and they're like, oh, targeting. I'm like, wait, how? That's form tackling. They're like, well, he went, he went shoulder to shoulder, but he had his head down. The helmet to helmet never made contact, but he hurt his feelings. So green card. <laughs> I'm like, wait, that's a different sport. <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't know. I just it, feel like the targeting you thing is a little I, bit soft. but In football, I never tackle with my head up like this. That's how you get hurt. It gets bent back. I'd rather my head get well, bent down. Everyone seems to argue otherwise. I don't know. I'm not a football player. I'm a basketball player. They may have started player. on the left side. I just like football. Of the bench. But maybe that's why they don't know how to tackle. Maybe. I, I, don't, I don't know. I think it's fine. Spearing, I think it's fine. It's their decision to spear. Well, no, no, but that's the whole thing is that is supposed to be fine. You just can't lead with the helmet. What, what are you supposed to lead with your elbow? Shoulder. You're supposed to lead with the shoulder. That's Technically, what they say. your head leads no matter what. Like your head's leading because it's going forward. No matter what, your head leads. But no, I I understand what you're saying, and then I once you like displace you're your head three feet to the right, it's shoulders only, man. Yeah. Well, like I said, I understand what you're saying, and I agree with what you're saying. I'm just telling you what the rule is. Mm-hmm. Screw the rules. Well, I mean, K. <laughs> First of all, K. K. Colby K. I, K. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know what to say to that. So, moving on. Let's move on, shall we? Sure. It's time to go into freestyle. Anything cool happen? Uh, no, nah, not that kind of freestyle. Bad. Anything cool happened to you this weekend? Give me a beat. <laughs> oh, okay. He did make a rap. Here we go. <laughs> no, uh, I was mostly excited by that football game. That's what really drew me in. Yeah, that was, was your weekend. It's out of nowhere. I didn't expect it. I didn't anticipate to have that much excitement. I truly went into it expecting the usual. They were yeah. going to come out, play poorly, look, make a fool on television, and then people just talk smack. Me too. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't watch the, I didn't I watch the first say, quarter. I'm a diehard Razorback fan, and I have a lot of faith in the Razorbacks, but honestly, that's kind of what I was yeah. expecting too. I was like, I was eh. expecting us to get beat, not 
52 to 14. I was expecting to be like closer. But yeah, yeah. But I, I expected a heartbreak. I, I would say, and I even told my wife, I said, if we lose, I said, it won't be by much. I said, this is going to be a good game. And I just didn't realize that Arkansas was going to come out and just slap them. You know we didn't I mean? realize either how good Arkansas is or how bad Texas really is. You know, I kept trying to weigh it out because when you're watching a ball game, that's always the question. Are both these teams playing really good or really bad? Well, Texas like was three and out like every possession. I was like, that's Arkansas's defense. Yeah. Because they could, uh, Louisiana could not stop Texas at Bro, all. I, I'm telling you, our defense, for the first time in a said, long time, I'm going to say this, the Razorback defense is top notch. I think it said like they have one of the best strong safeties, linebackers, and someone else they in the nation. Grant Morgan and Bumper Pool That's and the Joe Fouché. They've name got Jalen Catalan. Bumper Pool. His name used to not be Bumper. His dad James. changed it when he was 16. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah. His name is was James, and everyone called him Bumper. Bumper. So his dad changed his name legally to Bumper. And then one wow. of the... One of the <laughs> it's like... It's your, yeah, boy. One of the broadcasters. There's my other kid path blue ribbon. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, bumper pool. Anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. One of the, the pool family I'm broadcasters sorry. said they shouldn't end him Thumper because how hard he hits. And I was like, you're corny. Yeah, get out. His name's Bumper Pool because he's, I don't know, his dad probably he put you in the corner. Bumper Pool before. <laughs> Walker, Texas Ranger. Yeah, there's my boys Walker and Texas Ranger or TR for short. I'm all <laughs> jacked up on Mountain Dew. Yeah. <laughs> I watched that this past weekend. There's another highlight. Oh, okay, there you go. Tallahaga Nights. Yeah, Tallahaga. It's a great movie. Right, what about you? See, Wayne, you do anything cool this weekend? I skipped homework to watch the Hog game after the first quarter because I didn't want to watch it. Because I don't like watching the first half of games. It's All right, so I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and tell you this. I cannot live vicariously through you if you are doing the same things I'm doing. You, do, you don't watch first quarters? Oh, well, no, I, I watch entire ball games, but uh. I didn't blow off homework either. But you literally didn't go out and do anything. You didn't, didn't oh. live like a 20-year-old. You didn't. You're 20, man. You're only 20 once. Yeah. yeah you I'm a full-time student and full-time worker. <laughs> make what? some bad decisions. I did. Several. Yeah, well. I okay. still am. Yeah. Oh, I, I went and shot at my bow and got it. Like, I guess sighting in a gun, my bow, I got sighted in with air quotations. Like, I figured out. Yeah, yeah, What's yeah, wrong? Yeah. I don't suck anymore. Quote, unquote, I don't suck. Right. I didn't say it was good. I said I don't suck. I can hit a three-inch target. That's pretty good. Inside of there. I'm just ready to hunt now. You're just regular Robin Hood. Which I won't be here the Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving week that Monday. That's fine. Because uh, I'll be gone for a week, honey. Well, surprise, surprise, folks. We'll do another show without C-Wayne. Another oh, one. Here we go. <laughs> Talk about attendance. <laughs> Horrible. We'll uh, we'll give him detention. At least you got like a week, uh, a month notice. Yeah, fair enough. It could, it could be the day Thanksgiving before. special. Yeah, thanks. Let's shoot for getting a guest. Maybe. All right, and we'll talk we just, about all the things we're thankful. What for. if we double record the week before and just? Well, I mean that defeats the purpose. We won't be able to fool our fan base now because you just told them what the hell we do. Okay, so uh, let's let, we'll wrap this up by uh, me giving you a. Uh, review on something I watched. It was not a, necessarily a movie. It was a documentary. Um, Netflix has put out this documentary series called Untold, and I've watched three of them so far. They are fantastic, the three that I've watched at least. But my favorite one so far has been titled Malice at the Palace. All right, so if you don't know what the... Mo, most sports fans, most NBA fans know what I'm talking about here. Of course, the Palace of uh, Auburn Hills, where the Pistons used to play. Uh, there was a game, 
And now, for some reason, I don't know the year. Hit me, Brandon. I know you know it. Oh, God. I don't like, know oh, it. 304. Yeah, I, it, was, it, it was Reggie Miller's last year. That's all, yes, that's, yes. A, that's all I can Because that's significant to the story. It truly is. So uh, the Indiana Pacers um, play the Detroit Pistons in the finals. And the Pistons won. That had to be 2004. It had to be 2004. I think it is, yeah. Okay. So anyway. Because um, five was the year that they did it again, but they went through LeBron when he almost did it all by himself. Yeah. Yeah. But luckily, that's the only time I'd ever root for Ben Wallace. Is when he's against LeBron. Not I, even when he went in the Hall of Fame this weekend? I know. I was like, well, I thought we were saving the Hall of Fame for, like, the greats, and here's Ben The Hall Wallace, of Fame's got, like, know. 300 million people in it eventually. Career like, free throw percentage of 17% uh, yeah, or something. Yeah, and you're in, you're in the Hall. I'm like, eh, I don't know. A career but, average two points a game. Let me go ahead and take a pause to this uh, dog and Ben Wallace, even though that is a lot of fun. Let's talk about the Hall of Fame for just a second. Hey, congratulations to Tony Cucote. Yeah, he made it. Yeah, he finally made it. So a bull made it. Yeah, what and other bulls I, ever gonna make it? I, well, Steve I mean, Kerr. I might say they will. They'll just I'm, be from the same team. Yeah, I'm <laughs> making jokes. I might say because you know, let's see. You had um, there was another guy. He was famous. Lori Markkanen. No, no. It's Markkanen for one. But that's exactly and, why and his it's name's a not joke. Lori. It's Lowry. Well, that's Chris why it's a Bosch joke. Got in and he gave back a championship ring to Pat Riley. Wait, what? I watched that. Because yeah. I guess apparently Pat Riley gave him a championship ring ah. or something before he ever won one, and he kept it until that ceremony and gave it back to Pat Riley. Who did this? Uh, Chris Bosh. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. It was an interesting story that he kept it. He told the story about why he gave it to him. That way he could give it back. But Right. Hey, well-deserved. I always liked Chris Bosh. Yeah. He was one of the big three that I did like. Yeah. Anyway. Coming back onto the subject. So, Malice at the Palace. It basically gives you a, a little background on the season and everything, but it's all focused on that finals, right? So, you've got a heck of a team, right? You've got Steven Jackson. You've got Ron Artest, a.k.a. Metal World Peace. That's amazing. That's He did it just so he could have World Peace on the back of his jersey because he wanted to do it as like a stunt, and then they wouldn't let him, so he legally changed his name. Yeah, which that's... Which now you can't get away from equality and world peace on the back of stuff. True that. Oh, Joe Cinco. Oh, what? Well, uh, yeah. What? He hate me. No, that that one wasn't real. All right. Anyway, get back on this. You had Stephen Jackson. You had Ron Artest. You had uh, Jermaine O'Neal, Reggie Miller. Um, that was really kind of the stars of the team there, and but you know, basically it centers around uh, that that game in the finals, of course, where. Uh, Ben Wallace and Ron Artest get into it at the end of the game. And then, like, for some reason, Ron Artest, in the middle of this heated argument, lays up on the press table, kicks his feet up, and puts his hands behind his head and just sprawls out, just lays on the announcer's table. And everyone's kind of getting heated. And the fans, I mean, my goodness, they're in Detroit. You know, (laughs) what? In particular, one fan was very, very rowdy. <coughs> yes. And so, anyway, this dude tosses a cup, probably full of beer or something, but tosses a cup that is coming down from about, I don't know, what, like five, six rows up? Yeah, se- several rows up. Yeah. And smack, hits Ron Artest right in the face. Nice. As he's laying on the table. He springs up and into the... St- Oh, goodness, I hit my mic. Anyway, springs into the stands and just runs right past the guy who threw it and starts beating the wadding out of uh, the guy next to him. 
Yeah, the wrong guy. Yeah, the wrong guy. And so the guy who threw the cup tries to pull Ron Artest off of this other guy, to which Steven Jackson just barrels into the stands and starts punching anybody he can see. And, like, this whole thing, of course, Reggie Miller isn't dressed out in this game. He had, like, a broken finger or something. Yeah, he was, this was his last season. Of course, I don't think at that point, I think, did they know it was going to be his last season? Or did no, he no, he made that decision. Because yeah. he knew this wasn't going to be a championship run, even though they had championship talent. Yeah. But uh, anyway, this big-time nasty fight breaks out. Everyone who, you know, watched games back then probably knows the game, probably saw a lot of yeah, it. Yeah, I watched the game as it was happening. Yeah. Because I, I love the NBA, and I was watching that game, and, you know, I was a fan of the, the Indiana Pacers because I wanted to see Reggie get a ring. I was say, who doesn't love Reggie Miller? So I was rooting for it, and I actually kind of liked Ron Artest at the time because he was such a gritty defensive player i like that that tough player uh but for whatever reason he lost his mind that night and it just the, it went crazy the documentary does a great job because they have so many different uh camera angles that you never had before right. you get to see more of the full story because you know you also get to hear the people who were in the fight with the players <laughs> yeah point like, of view for real like they actually interviewed one of the fans that test knocked out one punch out on the floor and like he's like i don't know he's dogging ron artest a lot which hey don't get me wrong you if you're a ball player you're an entertainer okay so you have no call going up into the stands no matter what anyone does to you so that's where he messed up mm-hmm. if a fan finds his way down to the floor though yeah that's a different that's story. a different story so this cat shows up he's dogging ron artest because he's just unstable he's this terrible person blah, blah 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 but yet then here's the video of this fan coming down on the floor turns it to ron artest and squares up i'm like this dude just came out of the stands fighting now you're on the floor and you're gonna square off with him what do you think's gonna happen so he gets knocked out. And yeah, but I don't think Ron's the one who contacted with him. It was another player running from down the court and got him, cold cocked him, knocked him out. I think that might have been Jermaine O'Neal. Yeah, I think that's what got Jermaine O'Neal. Yeah. And that's what, again, is another tragic part of the story. Yeah, Jermaine O'Neal essentially lost his career over that game. Um, and, and here's the part that I, I think is kind of messed up, right? Um, you know, I, I've given you pretty much the meat and potatoes of what happened there. Uh, but what I find so messed up is this. Jermaine O'Neal was essentially done after this, right? I mean, I, I don't know. He probably kept playing, but never went on to any kind of big-time success, right? Well, then you got Artest, who went to the Lakers and ended up winning a ring. You had Steven Jackson, who ended up at the Spurs winning a ring. And then you had... Jermaine O'Neal, who uh, walks away empty-handed. And the worst part, like, that's bad enough, but the worst part is that Reggie Miller walked away empty-handed. And, I mean, in my opinion, Reggie Miller was the biggest victim out of all that, all that nonsense that went on. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not that guy who says players shouldn't defend themselves, all that kind of stuff. I am the one saying that players should not go up into the stands trying to fight. Yeah, fans. under any circumstance. Yeah, that's, that's really, you take the higher ground. Right. Now, once homeboy showed up on the floor, I mean, you know, mm, protect, you protect yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But either way, I don't know. Um, you know, I've already told you all about it, but I do recommend you watch it. It's a cool documentary. Uh, like I said, you can't really spoil a documentary no, because it's already happened. It's history. Yeah, exactly. It's just perspective on history and Honestly, the narrative hasn't been told in the same perspective, so right. it is worth a watch if you know yeah. the story, but you want to hear a different take on it because you get more detail than 
I would have ever imagined just watching this game on ESPN and then the next day watching the talking heads complain about it. Right. Well, I can say this, though. What I learned from the documentary is that Ron Artest is a very um, emotionally unstable person. Like, I, I don't know about now, but at least, I don't know, they, they were interviewing him as who he is now, Meta World Peace, okay? And uh, dude still seems to be a little uh, edgy, maybe, is a good word. Yeah, I remember uh, as a Laker fan, I remember whenever he was on the team with Kobe, mm -hmm. it felt like Kobe could kind of rein him in whenever he would get wild and crazy like that. Yeah. And I feel like Reggie did a good job of doing that when he was on the court in game. Right. Like if Reggie was suited up, I don't think any of this ever would have happened. No, I don't think so either. I, I think it would have been de-escalated fairly quickly. On the court before Ron ever got to lay on that table. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because I mean, like... Here's the deal. What caused the whole thing, and here's a different perspective that you never heard on ESPN the day after or anything. Uh, Ron Artest did not start that fight. He did not start that fight. He he was playing hard-nosed basketball, okay? Pacers had the lead, and a pretty good one. Ben Wallace goes in. No easy layups. Fouls him. He didn't take his legs out from under him. He didn't punch him in the face. He just comes across his arms, fouls him. Makes him take the two shots, right? Well, Ben Wallace turned around, grabbed him by the face, and, like, shoved him in the next week. Yeah, it's like, because what? Ben Wallace knows he can't make a free throw. Exactly. Yeah, when he, yeah we're going to let him into the Hall of Fame with that 17% free throw percentage. Good, great stuff. That's yeah. impressive. I feel like we cheapen the Hall of Fame a little bit. Oh, yeah. You got to let in, like, 15 people every year. You don't have to. Only nah, if they're in it. I, I, I'm with you with that. I think it should be a little more exclusive, <clears throat> but... I think it's reserved for great players. And as bad as I hate to say it, like, it churns my stomach. Like, LeBron James, he belongs in the Hall of Fame. He really does. Mm -hmm. he, he's a good enough ball player. He, Giannis, no. He's just skilled. I don't think he's a Hall of Fame player. It's too early to tell, yeah. I think, I, I, nah, I'll just disagree with both of you. I think he deserves it. I'm not, really? I'm not saying like. Already? Yeah. If, if he got injured and his career was done, you know, first game next season, you think he's done enough to earn that Hall of Fame status? I think so. I mean, me personally, I think so. I mean, this dude has stayed with Milwaukee and has eventually led it to a championship. But, I mean, think about it. Like, whatever you have, like your all-star game, it's Team LeBron versus Team Giannis. Uh, you know what I'm saying? He was on the cover of 2K. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, this guy has made a name for himself. Now, I understand that none of those things are the Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. But we just let Ben Wallace into the Hall of Fame. You think Kyrie will make it? I honestly no. I don't, I don't think, think Kyrie, he should. I don't. I, I don't think, think Kyrie. You think he will? But I don't think he should. I definitely don't think he should. See, I did have respect for Ben Wallace as a defender. I thought he was yeah. a, a solid defender. He was great shot blocker. But what always disappointed me about Ben is he never had anything on the offensive end. He never offered anything, not even as a decoy. Well, and and he wasn't even that great of an offensive rebounder. He was yeah. mostly a defensive rebounder because he was in the middle blocking shots. Yeah, and I don't know, man. I just don't feel like. If you have this player who's awesome at defense, I mean, don't get me wrong, then he'll win you championships. But if he's not putting any numbers on the board, I mean, is he really Hall of Fame? You know what I mean? Like, look, I don't know. I'll, I, I always go back to this because it's the easiest comparison to ever make. Obviously, I'm talking about Michael Jordan. Okay. Michael Jordan put the numbers up on offense. Assists, rebounds, points, everything. Defense, he put the numbers on the board. All defensive. Yeah, he was a huge defensive player. So, so Chris Paul could make it because he's one I of the think top Chris Paul Paul deserves, no doubt, I would say Chris Paul deserves the Hall of Fame. I love Chris Paul. Oh, man. I, I Yeah, I think Chris Paul's a lot of fun to watch. 
Hey, but I, I will say this. I saw another meme, and since we're talking about NBA stuff, I actually saw it today, and the whole reason I even saved it just so I wouldn't mess this up. Give me one second here. It says every non-Heat fan, okay, so every other fan who's not a Heat fan was all smiles when Dirk and Kidd finally won their first ring. Those are two guys that I think deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. Jason Kidd, Dirk Nowitzki. Dirk's not in yet? I don't think so. Is Dirk in the Hall of Fame? Uh, I don't think so. No, yeah. I, don't I think, is, is I think he should be in there way over other people. Nah, he was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, Dirk Nowitzki deserves to be there. Jason Kidd deserves to be there. And my about Jason Terry. Huh? Jason Terry, the Jet. No. What? No, I'm talking about no. Jason Kidd. I asked if you think he should be in there also. Oh, no. oh, oh, oh. I thought you... The I was Jet? Like, Jason no. Terry? Uh, no. I mean, that'd be like me saying Jason Williams. There's a lot of Jasons in here. And anyway. they're giving it to... Some of the people they've given it to, they're going to give it to everybody. What about it's James Harden, thing. Hall of Famer? No, no absolutely no. not. That dude is a bogus. I was saying, Blake yeah, Griffin? everyone's like, man, his step back, I'm like, is traveling every single. What about Vince Carter? Vince, yes. Carter, Vince Carter. Vince Carter deserves What about Blake Griffin? Yeah. No. I don't think so, man. Like, I understand he's an OU guy and he's a good, super he's super talented. Yeah, he's a great ball player. He's su- he was super athletic. Now it's kind of. Well, yeah. you know, he's, he got, I think he had he like got the Kardashians and the Jenners. <laughs> that happens <laughs> to the best of them. He went out west. Yeah, well, and, and guess what? It's going to happen to another great. Travis Barker is with one of the Kardashians now. So. Who's oh, that? Um, Travis Barker? Drummer for Blink. Mm. He doesn't know what Blink is. I Blink 182. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Good for you. Well, Look he, at you. He knows not Tom. Yeah, he knows not Tom. Yeah. That's not Tom. <laughs> Whoops. All right. Well. Anyway, that's my take on Malice at the Palace. It was a cool documentary. You should check it out. They got other ones untold. There's another one about like uh, a, uh, I don't know, a, 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 like a minor league, I guess you'd say, hockey team out of Connecticut. Uh, connections with the mob, all this kind of stuff. It was a cool one, too. They're good documentaries. On yeah. Netflix. They're worth watching. Yeah, on Netflix. Yeah, on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, I'll watch up, that sometime. The first ones you need to look up are, of course, Malice at the Palace. And then uh, the other one's called Crime and Penalties. How many episodes does Malice of the Palace have? Just one. Just oh, one. They're, yeah, they're just it's like an hour and a half. It's yeah. kind of like the ESPN 30 for 30s. Okay. Just longer. I still, yeah. I never watched the Jordan one, like the sixth episode one. Oh, the uh, last, last dance. dance. That's a good it. one. That's a really good one, yeah. I heard it made Jordan look bad. Uh, no, I, well, it made Michael Jordan look bad to people who didn't already understand what Michael Jordan and was. And how competitive that man is. Yeah, you and know, like, <laughs> if, if you're, if you're really a Bulls fan, if you're really a MJ fan, this didn't surprise you. You were like, everyone's like, it makes him look really bad. So I was like, crap, man. Like, what was he like beating people up besides Steve Kerr? We already knew about that one. You know, yeah, and Steve Kerr will tell you that one. Yeah, Steve Kerr's like, uh, where's that one? Like a badge of yeah, honor. I got punched in the face by Michael Jordan. I'm like, Steve, did you hit him back? And he's like, yeah. I was like, oh, all right. Well, great. Then, yeah, go go for it, Steve. And what are you, 5'7"? That's cool. You played professional basketball? Yeah, all right. That's cool. He's clear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Larry's not white. Larry's clear. He is. Yeah. All right. Well, um, that's my take on uh, on basketball. So, you know, things and stuff, stuff and things. All right. So, anyway, uh, everyone, thank you for sticking around with us for uh, as long as you have. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed the episode and you'll enjoy the next one and the next one and the next one, so on and so forth. Uh, please do us a favor and find us on social media. And I'm just going to start calling people out, I guess, and seeing if they'll send us a message. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'll be like, you... I'm kidding. Anyway, uh, reach out to us uh, on social media and give us, you know, your uh, input on on things that we've talked about. Give us suggestions for things you'd like to hear talked about, and so on and so forth. Yay for us! Uh, go, 
<laughs> Sorry. Go on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube, wherever uh, you listen to podcasts, download us. Stitcher. I, I'm so sorry. What? We're on Stitcher now, too. What is another, another podcasting platform, Stitcher. Okay. We're also on something called Stitcher, I'm being told, and that's a, that's a thing. So look us up there, too. Subscribe, download, all that good stuff. Appreciate everybody so much. And uh, from all of us here at the Hoot Hop Show, we bid you good night.